0: Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life podcast number 57. Thank you for listening. A little glimpse into what guys are going. On behind the scenes to try to get off the island and uh, compete against the uh, factory teams. And uh, we thank the folks at FXR Racing for making this happen. Pulpam X30 is the code to save 30% off at FXRRacing.com. They pride themselves on the quality and precision that goes into making each set of motocross and off road gear. They've proven their name in the industry and uh, providing gear that is designed by racers for racers and racetech suspension. Of course, Pulpam X18 is the code. They're doing motors now as well. Ben LeMay is just couple, one of the guys. Using Using race tech, Michael Lessy up in Canada before he got hurt. Uh, Sean Moffenbauer using race tech, so uh, race tech suspension and motors are the uh, choice of many privateers out there. And you can use a code to save at FXR and race tech as well, just by listening to this podcast. Uh, Thanks again for listening. I'm Steve Mathis. With me on the line, a guy that's uh, finding a new home, going to switch switch it up, switch his program up. Heath Harrison, what's up, Heath? How are you, man?
1: Not a whole lot. Just left the shop, picked up my new unit and headed back to North Carolina. Get ready for the last two I guess I'm going to do on my own. So, Yep. Should be good. I'm excited and and kind of back to back to 2016 where where I was doing pretty well for myself.
0: So last we saw you, you were with a new team called Phoenix Honda, and uh, you got a couple of good starts at Redbud, a couple of good finishes here and there. Um, what uh, prompted you to uh, to leave them or to them? Uh, I don't know. Did you leave them, or did they say we're leaving you? I don't know uh, how it went.
1: Yeah, it kind of kind of depends on who you talk to, I guess. I I don't know. I'll man up and say say they left me. I don't. It doesn't really matter to me one way or another. But right. Yeah, we kind of just had some some disagreements, and then and. Justin and I, the the team team owner, team manager, whatever whatever you want to call his role, he and I had a falling out and and just didn't didn't really vibe together as well as we thought we were going to. And it is what it is. We're moving on, and and I wish them the best of luck. But I'm back on a KTM for the last two, and then hopefully for 19 Supercross.
0: Uh, yeah KTM is certainly a bike that you've ridden well in the past you've gotten good results um and I guess is it was it is it a dealer or is it that feeling that you're looking for again on a bike
1: uh, yeah honestly I don't know it's it's the the feeling really I guess because in sixteen i I did it on my own with the help of some some local companies back home in Alabama and then mm-hmm. just i honestly I don't really know the the it sucks to say, but the team thing hasn't worked out for me the past two years, and it's not, I don't think anybody's fault, but just how the KTM is with me, it suits my style, it suits my riding, and, and it works best for me so far. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: I'm going to go back to my roots and try to do some soul searching and try to find myself for the last two races see if we can't break that top ten.
0: Yeah, no, really, right? That's the idea. You certainly come close to it before. You've run inside the top ten before. It's not like you don't know what you're doing. Um was it the Honda? A little bit of that, uh, you know. Again, we talk about you feeling at home with KTM. Was it a little bit of the Honda? You think? Uh, the, is, are they one of the teams that you know they're going to tell you what motor and suspension package you're going to use, or was it that kind of stuff? Uh,
1: no, it wasn't that because I got to use my own suspension, which I'm, which I'm also using the same company on my KTM. So mm-hmm. it wasn't that, and my my Honda was bone stock. So just with SMF exhaust, so it wasn't it wasn't them saying I had to run this or yep. run that. It was. Just more, of, or of not really getting along, and and the the vibe wasn't there. So right. you're not happy. You're obviously not going to perform well, and mm-hmm. and the whole mojo just kind of goes down the drain. But we're I'm back in a good place. I feel and have have the same companies and and friends and family back home that are have helped me in the past and have had my back since day one. So.
0: Yeah, you just you got to call T Bone up.
1: Yeah, no, okay. he was, Hey, T-Bone was actually at Red Bud, and my starts were killer.
0: Yeah, see, there we go. T-Bone he, he, was there. He says, he, he says I for sure have to go to the
1: rest of them. I'm like, you don't know how to get yeah. there, but come on, I'll feed you some chicken tenders.
0: But yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um Hey, you, you, you've been on, like, Cycle Trader Yamaha before and stuff. Uh, Phoenix Racing is a first-year team. There's always going to be teething issues and things like that. I mean, is that sort of the stuff you're talking about, or was it more personality? Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, I'm, the, the whole team's kind of been having issues, but but it it goes back to just the whole personality and and yeah, saying things are going to happen and then they don't happen. Obviously, cause it's a new team and that kind of stuff. So yeah. it's, it's hard. It's hard when you when you tell somebody something and then it doesn't happen right away or whatever. And yep, I'm the type of dude that I've always worked for what I've gotten. So so when I wanted, I went out and got it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So the whole kind of waiting around thing that that kind of sucks, but. It is, what it is like I said, and, and
0: that's that. Yep. Um, David Eller is the team owner. He uh, he has a successful quad racing team, and, uh, and from what I understand, is a, is a pretty top notch guy. Did you get to meet him or, or hang out with him at all?
1: Yeah, yeah. I actually lived through, so he owned the arena cross team that I was on also, and David and I got along great. David was he's one of the best dudes I've ever met, and he did nothing but great things for me, and, mm-hmm. and did more than he promised me. So no bad things about david and and that's kind of how outdoors was supposed to go is we kind of had a handshake deal at the beginning of arena cross if i won the lights east and arena cross he would he would take me racing outdoors well then justin amsetz came in and and david kind of stepped back which i understand you can't yeah. have too many chiefs and, and not enough indians right so right. david stepped back went and went and ran his his business like he should and and that's what keeps his household going. So, right, no bad things about David. But then Justin came in and he kind of, kind of flipped, flipped the script, I guess, and was kind yeah. of blow up this big team. And he's like, come on, man, dude, this first year, like we're just kind of go out yeah. outdoors, have fun, get through it. We're not even doing the whole series, so.
0: You just wonder, yeah, like, like yeah. you wonder a guy like David, and, and you can say what you want here, Heath. I, I, that's fine. I don't want to get you in trouble or anything. But a guy right. like David Eller is a super uh, – from what I understand, I wouldn't know him if I ran into him. But he's a super successful businessman uh, in North Carolina, and he obviously loves the sport and loves uh, putting his efforts into it. But I'm sure when he has a construction business, if he needs a, a foreman or a guy to run a, a purchasing department, he doesn't just – pick somebody off the street who kind of doesn't understand the business of construction. And I don't really know why David would have a motocross team and then hire somebody who, in my opinion, doesn't really know what they're talking about or how to run a team. You know, Uh, that's where I don't get it. Like David's, uh, and it goes for many team owners, WBR Racing back in the day. Uh, Very nice guy, Brad Williams. He had people running his team that I'm just like, what are you doing? And it's everybody in the pits. It's not just me. It's sponsors. It's 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 or, you know a series of people that they deal with. And I every, totally agree with that. But I I don't know why these guys do this. I don't understand how it works. So,
1: yeah, I, honestly, I don't get it either. Because like you said, he has a successful construction business. His, his quad team's obviously been killer. He's, they won last year with Joe Hattrick, and then they're on their way to win again this year if all things go well at Loretta's one next week. So. It's not like David doesn't know how to run a team. David David most certainly does. He ran the Arena Cross team, which I feel we had a successful year, unfortunately. Jace got hurt at the first round and then Yeah, so unfortunately for Chris Belows, he, he also got hurt at the end of end of Arena Cross at Vegas. Yep. So it, it's not like David doesn't know how to run a team. It's it's just more so he needed to focus on on what realistically made him money and, and we all know that racing doesn't make no. anybody that much money no besides besides i guess promoters, so with that being said, he just stepped back went went and did what he thought was best and then and then justin came in and he obviously is is a salesman, i guess you could put him as he uh said that he did all this stuff for r c h and all that kind of stuff so so david Dave, david actually knows him through when Soaring eagle had that the
0: the it's race? A summer race or whatever? Yeah. Yep, the race, yep.
1: Because they, he contacted David about having one of their quad rounds up there, I believe. So that's how them two met, but then they never really were buddy buddy until this year, I guess. They kind of stayed in touch here and there, but nothing, nothing too major. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know. I, I don't, I, maybe it's just a trial. I, honestly, I don't know. I'm kind of on the same page as you. Why would you have such a su- successful business and, and also a quad, a successful quad team. So I don't understand. I, I'm just as lost as I yeah. think everybody is, really.
0: Yeah, well, when things fall apart and promises aren't made and things aren't happening and David Eller's going to be like, oh, I had a shitty experience in the industry. And then you're going to go, well, guy, right? look what you're doing. So. Um, yeah,
1: and it's not, like, it's not like nobody's told him, like, hey, like, yeah, be careful what you're dealing with, you know. So I don't, yeah. I don't know, but yeah, nothing bad about David. Yep. David's a great dude. I love him like a like a second father. So it is what it is. I, yeah. I got his back whenever, and he's got my
0: back. So. Well, there's a lot of there's a lot of people at RCH that have a lot of things to say also about. Uh, your manager's yeah. time there yeah. also. I've so I've talked
1: to some of those guys and some other guys I've talked to that have dealt with him also. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know.
0: Well, good luck we'll to him. Yeah. Exactly. Hey, maybe yeah. it works out. Maybe it all works out. and yeah, Exactly. And, you know. And I mean, It'd be great if it does. It'd be great to have another team in the in the industry. Absolutely, it's needed for sure. And, and you know, and and people can look at you and be like, "Well, Harrison wasn't getting good results, and he's just bitter." But I, I don't think that's the case. You weren't getting great results to, to, to what you can, but but I don't think that's it. You know. So um, yeah.
1: I don't know. These these last two nationals, I guess, would be the tall tale, huh?
0: Yeah, you're going to have some motivation, Harrison, for sure. Yeah, Absolutely, for you sure. know. Um, hey, so what is what did you like about the Honda, uh, speaking of that? Did, was there something you know, it's pretty different compared to a KTM. What, what, is there something that you liked?
1: Uh, yeah, it's quite a bit different. The last time I rode a Honda, besides the 250 and Arena Cross, was, I think, 13, maybe, mm-hmm. or 12, maybe even 12, and the engines were pretty slow back then on a 450 off the bottom, and They've did a great job making making the engine off the bottom a lot better. It's got, I think, it had great power, obviously. Like, and I believe it's not so. It's not like they're slow by no means, but mm-hmm. but yeah, it's just the chassis is a little different. That I think it's heavy in the front, so that took a little getting used to and, and making some adjustments with settings and suspension and stuff like that. But yeah, I don't have nothing bad to say about the Honda. It wasn't yeah. I don't honestly think it was the bike, to be right. to be completely
0: honest. Yeah. It's it's funny how I mean, uh I've seen it on you know, the factory levels like and I think Barsha is a really good case of this. Justin Barsha, for whatever reason, was not happy at JGR for a number of the la- of years, maybe the last couple anyways. And maybe it was something going on at his home life, I don't know for sure, but he wasn't the same guy. He wasn't happy to be there. Uh he was, you know, and, and myself too, I didn't really like his move to Yamaha uh, factory team. I'm like, look, I don't think it's going to work out. He doesn't like the bike. How different can it be? Uh, you know, blah blah blah. But look at him this year, just killing it. and I don't think it's a, it's a strike against the JGR guys. I just think what it means is, if you're happy and in a good place, you can do something. You can you can ride to right. to, to more potential. I I really believe that.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's, yeah, racing's mainly mental. When it comes down to it Like yeah. It's not like any dude On the track Can't ride a dirt bike
0: Yeah Now you know how or, to Ride a dirt bike right? For, yeah.
1: yeah Can't go for 30 minutes You know what I mean
0: Yep yeah. yeah It's just one of those things And Barsha's happier And he's riding better And you're, you're seeing his results You know And you see that You see that a lot yeah. like, Teams and riders Don't mesh yeah. For different reasons You know Um it's wild how it all works, but yep. that's what it is, yeah, I know absolutely, um, so you, like you said, you mentioned arena cross earlier this year, and you took that route and you won the the regional title and, I mean, did you make any money, did you think was it a better move to do that than race Supercross?
1: uh for the shoes I was in, I think it was a better move just yep. just because it was with David, and it was more i don't want to say friendship because i didn't I never even knew David until we made our deal, but uh-huh. We we kind of bonded really really well really quick so it was more it was better for me in, in the shoes I was in because I wasn't gonna have to put out any of my own money and all that kind of stuff and then yep. David was willing to let us go race the three supercrosses that didn't didn't conflict with the arena cross, so we mm-hmm. kind of got the best of both worlds but yeah I made I actually made decent money did even, you cool even with racing the lights and then but he he allowed me to race the big class also so that helped yeah it wasn't like I was just designated yep. to the lights class yeah um otherwise i would have been negative
0: yeah no really right did you find it tough to do both or was it all right or how did that did uh, it take a lot out of you right at yeah.
1: the end of the night it was it wasn't wasn't necessarily getting getting tired it was more mm. of a just over going around this track a thousand <laughs> laps you know what i mean
0: yeah yeah and and, and so the if option, you yeah.
1: both classes i think you end up doing 150 laps by the end of the night
0: is it really is it that much jesus
1: yeah um especially if you do the head-to-head
0: yeah and it's not like it's hard for you like there's the same finish line the the double triple triple double whatever like it's kind of the same shit right
1: exactly and Uh and, like so you come off the track after the lights main right back to the gate like most of the time they're waiting for me on the gate to pick my gate for the first ax main So
0: (laughs) so your your main arena cross results struggled a little bit because of that probably
1: yeah exactly just
0: like, dude, I'm tired of this. <laughs> no, it is what it is. it yeah. wasn't bad. Because, like, I tell people all the time, like, look, it's it's. I'm not saying you're getting rich here, uh, but uh, four fifty Supercross, you you know, sixteen hundred bucks a weekend to put it in the main, at least twenty two hundred if if you get into twentieth. You got contingency. Like, you can again. I'm not saying you're getting rich, but you can eke out a living if you're a privateer borderline main event guy which i think you are you know it's not yeah i'm not saying you're going to get rich don't get me wrong but you can you know figure out a way to do it so
1: yeah exactly and and if you're smart about how you do it too as far as like you can stay in california for the first six yep and yep got buddies you don't spend that much money with living doing that and then kind of the east coast kind of sucks you're doing a lot of driving but yeah fortunately for myself my parents have land in Alabama where their house is, and I have a supercross there, so it's it's not too bad for me.
0: Yep. Um. Yeah. So, if nothing happens, you, do you think you'll be back in arena cross next year, or you'll do supercross? Or
1: uh, what are we thinking? I'm be supercross sure. next year. I don't think I'm gonna go back to a 250m. I think
0: I've outgrown it. Right. Right. I should say but, if, if but yeah,
1: if, I, I want to do I want to do 450 supercross just for the for the simple fact of what you said. If you make yep. the main, that's 1600. You'd be. You're more than likely going to get 20th as yeah. long as you finish.
0: So yep. Yeah. yeah, you got to finish.
1: That's 2,200 and then plus consistency and all that, like you're saying. So that's kind of yeah. my goal is to do 450 Supercross the full season and then try to be a main event guy and, and see what we can do.
0: Uh, I should say if if Arena Cross comes back with somebody else, which I'm, yeah, he- exactly. I'm hearing, I'm hearing people are trying. I don't know if it'll get done for this year, but I, I hear that people yeah. are trying behind I think, the scenes. I think
1: something will be back, but I don't know if it'll be yeah. what AMZO was.
0: Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, I gotta think there's you know, my kid did it for twenty five years and he didn't do it because he lost money, right? So there's gotta yeah, be exactly it's gotta be money in it for uh, somebody in there somewhere, I would think. Um, so how much yeah, time so. how much time on a KTM do you have already?
1: Zero. Just picked the bike up today.
0: Oh shit, so, okay. All right. <laughs> yeah.
1: Literally just left the shop, put my suspension on and, and rolled out.
0: Okay, all right. So now it is so moto I'll have, time. Yeah. I'll
1: have like two and a half weeks, I guess. Yeah. Until bud's creek.
0: Is it, are you not doing Dilla because of cost or just because you're not ready yet? or is there... uh,
1: Well, honestly, I wasn't even going to do Ironman, but I was just going to do Bud because it's only like five, six hours from where I'm living in North Carolina. Uh-huh. But then the guy that helped me with the bike and, and kind of helped me with travel and, like, entries and stuff, he's going to Ironman also with another kid he's helping. Yep. So I'm like, well, heck, I might as well go. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, why not, right? Um, yeah, exactly. It's – uh. Be good motivation for you, Heath. I'm looking forward to seeing you do. You want to, you know, you want to yeah. put it on the map and, and show somebody that you know what you can really do at your speed. We've certainly seen you have good results in the past, and not just at Muddy Creek either. You know,
1: right? You, yeah, you, for sure. Like last year, or not last year, 16. I, I believe I was pretty much top 15 every every weekend. So,
0: so in a moto here or there. So you're telling me you pulled those starts at Redbud on a bike with just an exhaust, an FMF exhaust. That's it.
1: That's correct, and some race gas, PP race
0: gas. Yeah, yeah. Wow, nice work. Uh, because I yeah, think you ho- so- you almost whole shot one of them.
1: Yeah, the second one.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Vogel, Vogel got me, but it's all right. Yeah, that's all right, right? Um He's not whole all shots. The past five, days. dude. It's He's just ridiculous. you so mad at it. It's just ridiculous. Um, so far, how how have you uh, thought about your career so far, and and your results and everything else? Like we said, outdoors, you've certainly had some uh, great results in 450 motocross. You've made some main events in 250s. Um, and how so far in into your career, how's it going?
1: Uh, I think if I walked the right walked away right now I wouldn't be I wouldn't have any regrets or be bombed I'm pretty pretty proud of what I did mm-hmm. for myself on my own and with the, with the little bit of help I've had and stuff but supercross maybe not so much I've had yeah. I think one top 10 and 250 and then this year I got 13th at Daytona so it's not terrible but it's not not the best either and then 450 supercross I've only made two main events and then arena cross was this was the first year I did it with the Minus the like three, I think I did last yeah. last year, but I'm not, I'm pretty happy with how I did in arena cross, and then outdoors I feel like I've did pretty well. The only, the only, honestly, the only one last thing I would like to do is get a top ten.
0: Yeah, yeah, that'd be pretty that's cool. Kind of like my yeah.
1: next. That's my next goal is to be top ten overall outdoors.
0: Right, right. Um Look, Alex Ray's a buddy of mine, he's a buddy of yours. You've known him a lot, you even knew him when he was fat Alex Ray and everything. Um but <laughs> yeah. for reals, without getting too sappy here, I mean, it's a little bit inspiring to a guy like you like you're not you're not far off Alex Ray or where he was or where he is now or whatever and you and look, he's not he's not a factory rider or anything by any means, but he got a shot at it. He's put in some good results like is it a little bit of inspiration? To, and I don't mean that in a cheesy way, but to, you see A-Ray, you're yeah. like, yeah, you're like, I can do that. I know I can do that.
1: Yeah, well, that's funny you say that because just a couple weeks ago, Jason and I, were Owens, were talking about A-Ray, and we're like, dude, look, like he actually put in the work, and mm-hmm. the dude's skinny now. You yep. know what I mean? So it's And it's not like he did anything secretive. He just he put in the work, and, and look what it got him. It yeah. Got him. What he he got fifteenth, I think, at Vegas supercross and then the dude couldn't even make outdoor motos a couple years ago. Oh, no, like, dude. Getting, he barely, in, like, 12th, yeah. year. So he barely made out he like, barely
0: made forty man gates and most times he didn't.
1: I know. Right? It's wild. Yeah how, how far he came in the I even asked his dad at Red Blood, I'm like, Hey, what happened to A Ray? <laughs> he's like, Dude, I'm wondering the same thing. he's <laughs> even like buying blowing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he was. It was not it's good. At, it was not good at Redbud. It went sideways at Redbud. Yeah. But, but for reals, <laughs> Real I mean, quick. yeah, I did. But for reals, that could be you. It really could. Uh, y- yeah. y- you know, maybe some diet and a little bit of training. I'm, I, or I'm not saying you don't do it, but whatever. Like, just put the work in and you get rewarded, right? right. Like, it's cool.
1: Yeah. And I'm. I actually just started. It's funny how it's kind of unfolded. I. So the week before the team and I split, I started working with Seth Rarick. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So then we split. Well, I'm like, he's kind of wondering what I'm going to do. He didn't believe. I called him. I'm like, yo, look, I'm not on the team. I don't know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. But So he was kind of like, well, there ain't much point in you training right now. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, so I, I still stayed with it, and I'm, we've been working together and cycling and all that kind of stuff. And it's kind of been good that I didn't do Washugo or Unadilla
0: because
1: mm-hmm. I've been able to kind of grind harder on the training side of things than, yeah. than as if I was having to race on the weekend. Yep. So I think that that's going to play a big role in in helping me at the last two, but but yeah, so that's kind of my plan is to stick with Seth's program and and see where it takes me in
0: nineteen. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. It's uh, it's cool to see. Uh, you know, a guy like that get rewarded for his hard work. He was telling me over the weekend, he went yeah. to Washougal, and he was t- he was telling me a little bit about what he was not eating and how he was not eating and how he was bicycling, and, and you know, it took a lot of sacrifice. But, yeah, I mean, yeah. You're, you're just as good as him. There's no reason why you can't right. get those results for sure, you know. Um, yeah, you-
1: we went to A-Ray, and actually A-Ray and I actually went to dinner at, I don't even remember, one of the, oh, Muddy Creek, I think. Uh-huh. And we went to Texas Roadhouse, and we sat down, and he i'm probably gonna tell on him but the dude grabbed a roll hey you should have seen my eyes i was literally mind blown because i knew he was eating nothing but like yeah spinach and broccoli
0: yeah um well we went to dinner on friday before washugal and he was like i just want bear chicken i want broccoli and carrots that was it like that, yeah wow. that, he was back on the program at, at washugal anyways um uh, Heath Harrison here on the uh, FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension, Privateer Island Life number fifty-seven. Uh, both of those companies, uh, you're with Fly right now, and you've got uh, a local guy helping you with suspension, uh, Heath. But you've used Race Tech before, you liked it, and you've and you've worn FXR for a few years, so you're familiar with these companies.
1: Yeah, and and both those companies have have great people behind them. So yeah, everybody check them out and, and see what they have to offer. And yeah, I have nothing bad to say about either company. FXR. Is Andy over there has been great to me, and then Rob and them at, at Tech have been great to me also. So yeah. still, I'm still friends with, with all of them, and that's how I kind of like to keep it, right. even if I'm not dealing with them, still be friends with them. I mean, life's too short to be mad at somebody, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, no, absolutely, man, for sure. That's And you never know what comes around, you know what I mean, where you need some help in the future exactly. or whatever. Um that's right. It uh use the code uh thirty to save at fxrracing.com dot com and Pulpamex eighteen uh at race tech suspension and motors as well. Uh Ben Lemay, your teammate, your ex teammate, uses race tech. How was Ben? Did you get along with him? Did did you guys get get okay? Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, I know I've known Ben for a few years now, just from when we were on the island together and then yeah. this year we actually were on the same team for a little bit and yeah, he's he's kinda quiet, but once he comes out of his shell he he cracks up and he's he's pretty fun. He's he's a good dude for sure.
0: Um, yeah, absolutely. And hey, Carson Brown uh, took a—he f- took probably your bike, by the way, at Washugo. <laughs> Jumped on a four fifty. No, he took—he he brought his bike. Oh, okay. Um. Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I guess you you brought—did you bring your own bikes to the team? I think Ben did. Anyway. No,
1: no, they supplied the bikes. Okay. But Carson wasn't on the team, but he just asked if he could fit with those guys at Washugo since oh. it was his home race. Okay. So they gave him some graphics and
0: ah, okay. And I, I didn't know if he was like jumping in for your replacement or not. So, no, 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 no. Yeah.
1: Um, he's been on and off every – on on one weekend, off the next.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he, he's certainly pretty talented, huh? Uh, just waiting to oh, break through, sure. right?
1: If you watch his Instagram clips, it's amazing what he does on pit bike.
0: Right. Um, Crazy. Uh, yeah, I know, absolutely. Uh, Heath Harrison, everybody. Uh, coming the last two Nationals, coming in hot on a KTM. Are you going to stay with Fly? Is that your deal for gear?
1: Yeah, I'm staying with Fly and then – I'm not sure what I'm doing for 19, but I, I would like to stay with those guys through yep. 19 and yep, and continue a relationship with them. But
0: we'll see. Um, what about the uh, if you don't get anything? What do you, what's your thoughts on that Teddy Parks deal? I know Antig Naps uh, are going with it for the last three. Uh, I know Teddy pretty well. You know him well. Is that something you would do? I know it's not cheap, uh, but it is a way to get yeah. around. You know, uh, what's your thoughts yeah, on not, something like that?
1: It's not cheap for sure, but. In the long run, if you're driving back and forth from each race, it's honestly not that bad of a deal.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no. So it, yeah.
1: I kind of – I've thought about doing it for Supercross in 19 just because I don't really – this is going to sound dumb because I already said it's gonna, it'd be cheapest to stay in California, but I don't really want to – I kind of want to stay home in Alabama and, yeah. and kind of settle down for a bit and yeah. not live the gypsy life anymore.
0: Oh, for sure. Yeah, Absolutely.
1: So I might, I might use. I've thought about using him for 19 Supercross. I haven't really talked to him or, or talked about prices or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, but, yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'm just kind of playing everything by ear right now. See how these last two go, and then and then regroup and hammer down.
0: Yeah. No. It's we got some time for sure. Uh, what about Monster yeah. Cup? What uh, What's your thoughts on Monster Cup?
1: Uh I raced it last year, and, and more or less just went for for a good time in Vegas. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I'm if I'm gonna do it this year, but. I wouldn't mind going back and just picking
0: it. to Be honest. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it is Vegas. Vegas, right? Yeah, it is Vegas. Um, yeah. Didn't I have your bike here or something? What happened last year? Yeah, did I you store kept you? my bike? Because yeah. I came in my pickup. Oh, that's it. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. <laughs> no problem. I, I didn't even you charge you. you. I didn't even charge you yeah, for storage fees. Free rental. Yeah, exactly. Right. No, for sure. Yeah, you know what? There's something to be said for. It is more expensive and all that, but it, you know, if you're staying in Alabama, you got a track and a program, and you got everything worked out. I mean. It's it's definitely better than, say, living the life like Nagy, living in his van.
1: Yeah, no kidding. Hey, where's Nagy been? Is he not doing outdoors?
0: No, nah, Nagy don't, doesn't do outdoors. He just does hits ramps and things like that. That's it. Although yeah. he was at Red Bud, and I think he was at Millville because they're close, right? He's in Illinois. so
1: He went and raced them?
0: He did. He was there. I don't know if he made the motos. I don't think he made the motos. Uh, I Nagy. didn't
1: see the, I didn't see the Amarillo truck through, through the
0: pit. <laughs> Nagy is ramp life bro in the summer and Nagy just hits <laughs> hits ramps and does what he wants, dude. That's that's it. That's his program I think. So Hey,
1: you know who else went I don't even know if you talked much about him. You know who else went to the ramp life hmm. this summer? Hmm. Steven Mages. Oh, did he? <laughs> did he just go? Yeah, I follow him on Instagram and he's just hitting ramps every weekend. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, hey, if you,
1: if you like, just, like freestyle motocross If you right. still alive If you're not doing a double backflip
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly, right? All these racers are just like You know what? That's much funner Than uh, 100, degree <laughs> humidity, 100 degree temperatures And humidity <laughs> at, at a race, right? <laughs> yeah, that's funny Crazy uh, Who's going to be your wrench, though? For reals? T-Bone? Or who's going to be your wrench For the last couple?
1: I, I honestly still don't know My My girlfriend's going with me So Okay I told her if she can if she can run a power washer then we're good because I can at least rest in between motos and then yeah. I'll just figure something out on the gate. But
0: yeah, yeah, it's not that. It's not. Other than that, yeah. Well, she could pitboard. I don't board. really know. She could pitboard. board. Tell her, yeah, tell her. Yeah, she could hit, hit this button when the moto starts and then just tell me times. That's it. Yeah. Right. I mean, it, or count count as they go by and tell me what place I'm at. <laughs> Yeah, you could do that, too. Uh, it's funny. Maybe I'd be a lap down and I'd be in second one lap. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I saw, <laughs> hey, at Millville, I was watching the mechanics area, and there were guys giving their uh, – because I, I have the timing in front of me, the live timing. And, I, and and there's live timing in the mechanics area, but for some reason, I watched, like, three mechanics be off, like, three spots to their guys. And I'm like
1: <laughs> – Dude, <laughs> dude. so, like, I have a problem. I don't read, like, other people's pit boards. Oh, Yeah. Hey, hey and, and Gary, my mechanic's pit board said the same position as the dude behind me. I'm like, yeah, yeah.
0: the reason why? <laughs> Especially, hey, when it gets around that 20th spot, it's very important. Yeah. Very important. super important. Right, right. Yeah, I was laughing because I'm like, how could you be three off? Like, I get that you can't count it, but there's live timing going on right there underneath the yeah, thing. Yeah, no kidding. Go, go take a look and see where your guy is, you know? I mean, geez, <laughs> what are we what, what are we talking here? Um <laughs> Uh Anyways, uh, privateer island life with Heath Harrison. What would make your life easier, Heath? I mean, obviously, look, you can't say a money tree because that's that's ridiculous. But as a privateer, like, what's something that would really make a difference for you uh, out there uh, when you're when you're doing it on your own? Like, what are you what are you thinking?
1: Uh, honestly, a fuel card.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I guess. You
1: know what I mean? It's not. Because yeah. yeah, you're right. Money's not the answer because, like. I could be broken and happy and be way, way more satisfied than if i had all the money in mm-hmm. and did, didn't know what to do with it. You know what I mean? Yep. I'd rather do something and have fun doing it than have money and be miserable.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that's probably probably, so, probably a good. point. Yeah, I don't.
1: I think as a privateer, a fuel card would honestly be the biggest help. Yep. Even though we're talking about money, but
0: yeah, yeah, just something to take a one kind of the, one load off, one worry off your mind.
1: Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's not necessarily like you. Because most most of us guys can get help with bikes and that mm-hmm. kind of stuff, but and you, and the bikes, all the bikes are so good now. You can, to an extent, you can take one and race it stock. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. With with the adjustment of some suspension and whatnot here and there. But, mm-hmm. Yeah. So all the companies have been—they're pretty good with privateers. They honestly, I feel like the privateer island has been. Easier the past few years than it was, say in 2010 when I first started. I feel like companies are more more favoring yeah. towards those guys now. Well, I could be wrong.
0: No, but. I think you're right. I think the economy is coming back, sales are coming back a yeah, little yeah. bit, you know, and so then it trickles down in support wise. I mean, yeah. all of my pulp stuff is is pretty popular now, so maybe this is apples to oranges because i've grown it so much but when i call a company you know or when i contact the company for like some support for my shows in 2010 11 12 people were like nah there's nothing bro i'm out i got no money and yeah. now and now people are like yeah let's let's talk let's do something i I think the industry as a whole is doing a bit better
1: yeah i think so too because even like with me calling companies within like we're obviously only got three races left but yeah they're still i don't i don't want to toot my horn but i don't know if it's just because I've been around and they and they like me or, or what it is but they're they're easier going as far as giving product and that kind of stuff than say like you're saying 10 11 and 12 mm-hmm. or thir- even 13 for that matter
0: yeah yeah it uh, I agree it's, it seems to be a little better here um, hey let's talk about your time at cycle trade a little bit and I gotta I gotta I gotta be honest with our, our listeners and with you Heath I thought you'd be better uh, it's a good bike. Yeah. Um. You you certainly have skills. You qualified fast a lot. Um. Did it not work out? Did it not mesh? What was well, looking back on it? What uh, What do you think of that?
1: The so the 250 in Supercross was I thought was one of the best 250s I've ridden to this day. Yep. And I did. I think I did pretty well with with the little preparation I had with those guys because I think I came in. I flew to California the week before Phoenix
0: and mm-hmm. then
1: Jordan Fitz and I drove. To Phoenix because it was raining in California. Yep. So I had a couple of days on the bike and then started at Phoenix. So I didn't really get to ride the bike that much before the season. And I ended up getting a tent at Oakland, maybe. Mhm. So I don't. I I feel like my supercross went well with those guys, but outdoors I didn't I didn't gel with the 450 as much as I did the 250 and and just had trouble with with chassis settings more than anything. It, it wasn't lacking power, that's for sure. Yeah. But it's one of those type of deals. I don't, I don't know if it had too much power, like right. almost, almost if I could go do it again, I'd, I'd rather start from scratch. Like just give me a bone stock bike. Yeah. We'll set the suspension how we think it should be. And then we'll go from there. You know what I mean? Cause it was more, more or less I'll stone to the wolves with all this stuff done to a bike. And I've never, had never ridden a Yamaha. So it was,
0: it yeah. was kind of
1: tough in my shoes. I didn't know what to change or. Yeah.
0: What yeah, yeah. To change. Interesting. But, yeah.
1: But yeah, yeah it's, yeah, no excuses. I didn't. I thought I would have did better myself, mm-hmm. but,
0: it, yeah, Oh um, all right. Well, people need, and people need to understand, like, the more horsepower you add to a bike and the more power, the weirder the chassis gets, the harder the chassis gets right, to dial exactly. in, for sure, no. And and you wouldn't be the first guy to, to go out there with a bone-sock Yamaha or close to it. You know what I mean? They're that good of motors. They're that powerful. Yeah. Yeah. And that's,
1: that's how, even with the Honda this year, those, like, all the guys at the shop are like, come on let's get you a motor let's get you a motor i'm like dude let me just go to a couple races if i if i completely suck because the motor then we'll we'll beef it up but i would rather have something i can go the whole 30 on rather than something i can go really fast for three laps
0: yeah yeah for sure right um yeah and i went and
1: did what i did at red on the starts and they all kind of had to apologize like man
0: (laughs) maybe you don't but right um, how frustrating was it out there this summer for you? At times, certainly, like I said, you, uh, you had a few good yeah, motos, but yeah,
1: it was very frustrating. And it wasn't, it wasn't. I don't, I don't want to say it wasn't me because yeah. obviously part of it no. was me, but yep. it goes back to the whole, the whole vibe and, and how if you're happy or not happy. And, and yeah. I wasn't happy, so yep. I could, I could get through the first motos mentally, and then the second motos I was just shot, and it wasn't. I was completely out of shape or anything like that. It was more more the mental game. Mm-hmm. I was just breaking down, and then about the fifteen twenty minute mark, it was it was game over. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, so it was super frustrating, and like it's not like I was doing motos during the week. I've been riding with Cooper a few days, and then mm-hmm. guys like Hayes and those guys, like we do motos. It's not like I'm completely shot when it comes to a long moto, but
0: yeah. Yeah, it's more of the
1: mental thing, I think, got a hold of me than, than yeah.
0: anything else. Yeah, it's tough, man. And the races, there's barely any breaks. So whatever you're working on, whatever's frustrating to you, you've got a day and a half, two days to work on it, and then you're going to another race, you know? Right, exactly. So it, it's not uh, it's not like you can just hit the reset button pretty easy and figure it out that way.
1: Yeah, even even with the, the weekend off, I guess we had. Did we have a weekend off before Redbutt, I think?
0: Yeah, yeah, we did. Or after Redbutt? Uh I think before. Yeah,
1: before yeah, before. So even even with that weekend off, you still really don't have that time to, to set the button and and that's kinda when Justin and I kinda had our rebirth, I guess you could say, but then a week later it, it falls back apart. So that that makes it tough. So just it's not really my home, but the home life as far as around the shop and stuff wasn't yeah. there and, yep. and, it, and it's the same as your home life as your yeah. actual home, you know what
0: I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. How do you, how'd you like uh, tr- uh, riding with Coop and all those guys, like you said, down there? Hayes was there, Wygant, yeah, I, Wygant went down there for a bit. How was that?
1: Uh, I, w- I actually wasn't there the, there the day Wygant was there. I think that was one of the days we had them falling out, so I wasn't there that day, but yeah, it's good. Coop's, Coop's good to ride with. His track's pretty good, and then yep. little Dax and Bennett, the little amateur kid on 85s, we go to his track some. And oh, cool. There's a couple tracks around we get to go ride, but and then pike and we get to go up to jgr sometimes so yeah it's pretty good we have a good little crew down here that we all try to get together and ride with and then even some of the road dudes like strange and and uh lane michael and then yeah. and then caleb Brussels. they come out and ride sometimes too and, oh cool so it's, it's good it's different, you, different crowd to be around during the week, and it's fun
0: did you get to ride with phil ever on his on his rockstar husky
1: ah uh, i haven't rode with phil i rode with phil when did i ride with phil I don't know. I haven't this year because he was gone to Husky by the time I got
0: up here. Oh yeah, yeah, and he was uh, he was testing with them. He was so. in
1: California, yeah. Yeah,
0: he uh, he says he's gonna be able to ride at JGR, and the JGR guys are like, no, he can't come back. So yeah, absolutely I, I wanna, not. I, I want to see what happens.
1: <laughs> hey, so, hey, this is kind of creepers, but so walking, you were walking past, or no, you were staying at the Star Rig at Red Bud yep. When Phil got his top five. Okay. Yeah. J Bone and all those guys walked by. You said, "Hey, Phil, Phil looked good today," and you said, "Oh, wait, wrong guys." Yeah. Hey, the the look on J Bone's face was priceless.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So good. You know, I wonder why I don't have any friends, Heath. (laughs) You know, like I wonder why people don't (laughs) like me. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I'm like, hey, Phil killed it. Oh, wait, you guys let him go. Forget it, wrong guys. (laughs) I know, I'm such an asshole. but
1: so, That's so good, though. I,
0: I don't take it seriously, man. I try not to. Like, those guys are my friends. I know, and
1: that's... You know? I think that's where I, I don't go well with the team, because, like, I feel like I, I'm kind of serious, but at the same time, I I do way better when I'm having fun. So Right. Like, if I'm not having fun, there's no point in me doing it. It ain't like I'm making millions out here.
0: No. And, and I always look at it like it ain't like it's we're curing brain cancer out here. We're just racing dirt bikes yeah, in the field. Exactly. That literally, like yeah. nobody cares about, like in the grand scheme of things, like in sports. You know what I mean? Like if you look at exactly. the popularity of our sport, and I love it, but in the grand we scheme turn of on things, on ESPN, you're
1: not going to see a dirt bike race.
0: No, no, dude. You, you know, like, you're not that big of a deal. Whoever you you are as a racer, like you're really not. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I, I don't know. I guess it's my, that attitude a little bit that gets me in trouble. But um, but J Bone says he's pumped. I like it. J Bone says he's pumped that Phil's gone because. He got tired of answering questions from pulp fans and media about what Phil, where, what Phil's deal is, when's Phil racing again, why can't Phil come on full time, blah blah blah. He says he's happier. making his life less stressful. So, yeah, exactly. You don't got to hear about grouchy Phil either. Like, and, and Jay Bones, and you know Johnny and Jay Bone are like, yeah, Phil's a lot of work. Like he, he, he's testing and working on his bike. Like he's a lot of work. So. <laughs>
1: yeah
0: you know um oh, grumpy Phil. Yeah, you know, grumpy Phil. so uh who else is helping you uh for these last couple of races anybody want to give a shout out to
1: yeah uh Realmar marina lance down there it's a, it's a marina down by my house in alabama and then steve at fast flap and Jamie at mx tech suspension so those okay. are kind of the three main guys and then and then max max stevens at fly and yeah and then the unlock guys are going to help me out with tires i think so should be good. All the guys at Cypher helped me out with plastic and that kind of stuff. And then Backyard Design is a is a it's actually a graphic company that started in Germany and then one of my buddies in Alabama, Jared Hicks, he started kinda of like the USA side of it. So they're helping me with graphics and that kind of stuff. So it's pretty cool. I got it's more or less I just have help from friends and family and and should be good. They they keep it fun and obviously understand I put enough pressure on myself. <laughs> that they don't
0: have to well that's awesome uh Heath, thank you for the time i appreciate it fxr racing race tech suspension privateer island life podcast number 57 uh good luck in the last two man i'll be paying attention i hope you can get back to where you know you know you can be and where you've run in the past and uh yeah man makes for a cool story so thanks for your time and uh we'll see you on the island man thanks
1: oh yeah thank you